There are so many things that we have to go through as step parents that you wish you could have made your partner a father. You wish you didn't have to deal with his ex for the rest of your life. You wish that you didn't have to pay child support or plan around a custody schedule. Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday. I hope everyone is having a good week. I hope it's been going smoother than mine. I picked up my son who is 40 pounds with my back last Thursday and I have not been walking right ever since. So I've been stuck working at home, haven't been able to move around very well. I feel like I'm nearing 80 at this point and just hoping that I'll be walking normally soon. So starting to get better today, which is giving me hope that everything's going to be better soon. Yeah, it's been kind of an annoying week. I really don't like not being able to just stand up from a chair without being in pain. So for those of you who have serious back issues, I am so sorry and I'm feeling it this week. So it's tough. But anyway, other than that, everything is good. My son turned five yesterday, so that was exciting. He's very happy to have joined the remainder of his class at the five-year-old mark. He's been in school for over a week now and he's really loving that. So I'm happy about that. Uh, The little guy is doing just fine, liking daycare. So that's nice. He started sitting in his car seat again. For anyone who has toddlers, there are memes out there and they're so true. Just trying to sit these kids in a car seat that they don't want to sit in. It's like, they're amazing. They're so strong and it's so frustrating and there's just no feeling quite like the irritation when you're just trying to get your kid in their car seat and get moving. So he's kind of getting over that or at least we've kind of found ways to trick him into getting into a seat. So that's nice. The other two seem to be doing well. My stepson, you know, he's not great on the phone. So it's hard to get a solid read on him. He doesn't seem overly thrilled about grade six, but in the eight years I've been around, I've never seen him be excited about school, so that's no change. My stepdaughter is really enjoying high school, which is nice. She, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but she went to a new high school without any of her friends there, and so I just, so brave of her, and she's enjoying it, so I'm so happy about that, and I hope that continues to go well. It'll be so interesting to see how things go for the next couple years. High school is such a transformative time, and I'm just, I'm dying to see how it goes. Not that I'm trying to rush time along, but um, I'm just, I'm excited for her and to see how she changes over the course of her high school career. That's kind of where we're at. I hope you guys are all enjoying back to school and getting back into a regular routine. I know summer's so good, but it also is kind of nice when they start getting back into a regular routine and, you know, everything just sort of feels more organized. Talking about going back to school and especially kindergarten and even daycare, we have to label everything. Like, I don't remember having my name in all of my stuff, like my shoes, my water bottle, my Tupperware, my lunch bag, 
all articles of clothing. It is a lot. So with our daycare, we actually got some Mabel's labels, which have changed my life. They're so cute. We got some that have a camping theme or yeah, like an outdoorsy camping theme. And they're so cute because it's something that we do really like doing. And then they come in all different colors, shapes, different, even keychains for the backpack. That's something that has really helped me out because just sticking the name on all of the tags and they never wash off. They never seem to wear. So highly recommend it. I do have a link that I will link in the show notes just to, if you guys want a discount on them or to check them out, they are amazing. It actually has made everything so much easier. So yeah, I'll make sure that I link that for you just in case you are also struggling with writing their names and everything or having a wash off or not having a place to write it. You just want it to look cute. My writing is terrible. So that is also very helpful for me because after I write for too long, you can't even really read it. So they won't know it's my kid. (laughs) Just a side note. So aside from all of that, I was really thinking this week a lot about just when I coach stepmoms, so often they preface things with I love my stepkids, but, or I feel horrible even saying this, or uh, I feel like a terrible person, but, and I just, I want to give you an episode where you can learn that you don't need to say that to another stepmom. We get it. There's been very, very few times, if ever, that a stepmom has said something to me that I can't relate to or understand and definitely never judging. It is a tough role and nobody gets it more than a fellow stepmom. So uh, yeah, I just thought I'd touch on the things that are so common and that you can stop feeling like you're a bad person for feeling them and having to tell everybody, you know, I feel bad about this or getting that awkward feeling that somebody's going to think that you're terrible and we're not. Stepmoms for sure aren't. So uh, the first thing is like when you're feeling that feeling of kind of feeling sorry for yourself or wishing that your partner didn't have kids prior to meeting them. I know a lot of people see this as you saying you wish the kids didn't exist. And that is not what we're saying. We're just saying we wish the kids didn't exist. You know, like not that we want to erase their lives because we don't. The kids are great. Often we love the kids. I love my stepkids. I wouldn't want them to leave now that they're in my life and now that I love them. But are there days where I feel like it would have been less complicated had I not married a man who had children? Of course. There are so many things that we have to go through as step parents that you wish you could have made your partner a father. You wish you didn't have to deal with his ex for the rest of your life. You wish that you didn't have to pay child support or plan around a custody schedule. You know, just all of those things that create complication in your life. And it's not something that you need to feel bad about. It's not something that you need to apologize for. Of course, we all wish that. There's, I'm sure there's lots of women out there and men who are wishing that there's something had been different about their lives. And that is all we're doing. We're just wishing things could have been a little simpler. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not saying that you would get rid of the kids if you could. I mean, some of you maybe would. 
But I know I wouldn't. I love my stepkids and I love the relationship they have with their brothers. I love the relationship I have with them. I love watching my husband be a father to them and I wouldn't trade it. But could things have been easier had he not met their mom and had children with her? Of course. And I just think that's something that we need to start owning, you know, that it's it's not it's not a horrible thing to think. And it's not a terrible thing to say. I mean, don't say it to them. But if you're talking to a friend or you're talking to another stepmom or you're talking to a coach, it's not it's not crazy for you to wish that. So my advice, though, about it is when you are starting to feel like that, like, ah, let me think of, you know, when I was pregnant or when I was thinking about being pregnant, I was just wishing that it could have been the first time for my partner too, you know, you can get caught in that headspace where you just start feeling sorry for yourself and everything starts getting negative. So what I recommend that you do and what I did for myself is when you do start feeling that, you know, think about it. Sure. Take a few minutes and feel sorry for yourself because it sucks. And there's nothing wrong with having that time to kind of wish that things were a bit different. But then you got to snap out of it. And you have to think about all the positives or just start accepting the fact that this is your reality and there's nothing you can do about it. The way I did it was we got to have the kids. They got to go through all of my pregnancy with me. They really enjoyed it. They were so cute. And I get to see my partner as a father. I already know he's a great dad. So that's a huge benefit. And when I have this baby, he's already been through it. So when I was going through the newborn stage and not sure what to expect. He was so calm. And I'm sure he was probably like that with his first because that is his nature. But at the time, I just felt that he knew what he was doing and that I could trust what he was saying. And also, the way that my son was born was not at all the same as the way his daughter was born. His lifestyle was very different when we had kids to when he had my stepkids. Our relationship was very different. There was so many things that were not the same. Had he gone through having a baby before? Sure. Did he know what it was to lose some sleep? Sure. But it was not the same. The experience wasn't the same. And if you think about, have you gone on vacation with an ex before? And then you go on vacation with your current partner. Is that the same thing? No, your experience is going to be different. You're going to feel different. Everything you do is going to be different. Try to think of it as a new opportunity, even if they've done it before, because we've all done things before, but when circumstances aren't the same, it is different. Remind yourself that if it is having a baby or whatever you're wishing for the firsts, it doesn't matter if it's the first, it's the first time you've done it together. And the way they experience it with you at this point in their life is going to be different than however they experienced it with their ex. Stop comparing yourself and stop comparing the situation because everything is so different. And I'm sure they're different after they've been through everything they went through, getting, you know, separated from uh, the parent, the mother of your children. That's a lot to go through and you grow and hopefully they've grown and changed since they were experiencing those things with their ex. Just try to remember that, you know, when you were younger, how you experienced things was different. When you were with somebody else, how you experienced things is different. And that's the same with them. I highly recommend that you try to 
start changing your thought process on these things and stop staying in that pity party because it's not helping you. If you are by chance a new stepmom or you're struggling to find people that can understand or that you can even talk to or wondering if it's something you should be worrying about or not worrying about or just need to vent, I really recommend getting into Jamie Scrimger's exclusive community. She's lowered the price recently, so it's not even it's cheaper than it used to be and it's never been really pricey to be a member. I believe now it's $9.99 a month to join, which is nothing. If that's something you'd be interested, I will link that in my show notes. I am in there quite a bit. And just finding other people that have actually been in the exact same situation as you and just reading it, you'll be amazed how many people have experienced the exact same thing. You know, the shoes by the door is a big one or situations with bio mom. Even the words that a lot of the bio moms use are similar. So check it out. It is it's really helped me to go in there when I'm having a rough day and just getting the support or just being able to relate to other people is really helpful. And she also does podcasts with experts in there. I did one recently with her and it is, yeah, those are always great to listen to too. It gives you a little bit of a different perspective and just hearing from somebody like she's got lawyers that come in and talk about the court process and doctors, all kinds of people, other stepmoms. It's, it is really, really great. So I will make sure that I link that one as well. And another thing that I've been hearing a lot about is, is obviously the ex. We all have our issues there, but I think a lot of people get caught up in the high conflict ex thing. And not all of the exes are as high conflict as people think. I mean, I've heard stories and some of you are dealing with some crazy stuff. But a lot of us have run-of-the-mill conflict. I mean, we're dealing with an ex. We've come in. I'm sure she doesn't want us there. They obviously didn't get along all that well. or They'd still be together in most cases. So, you know, we start to expect them to behave a certain way and we want them to give us some grace and we aren't willing to do the same. So the thing I've been finding lately, because I hear very contradictory issues with different bio moms and stepmoms and just the things that, you know, some stepmoms get irritated because the bio mom wants to know them. And some stepmoms get irritated because the bio mom doesn't want to know them. And our values are all different. We're not going to align with bio mom likely. If you do, then that would make your life so much easier and I'm so happy for you. But for the rest of us, there are going to be things that we don't align on and our values just aren't going to be the same. So start thinking about, you know, I try to do this when I'm getting frustrated by something that she's done or that she's doing. And, and I try to think about if this was my friend, right? So if I was with one of my friends and their kids came out and she was like, oh my gosh, they keep dressing themselves in these outfits. It's way too small, but like, it's not a battle I'm willing to fight. Or I haven't had a chance to keep up with their growth and all their clothes are too small. I really need to go shopping. I just haven't found the time then I would just be like, oh, you know, whatever it is, what it is, kids, right? Like, <laughs> and 
I wouldn't even think twice about that. I wouldn't judge her. I would understand that, you know, these things happen. Kids grow fast. We we are very busy. Or kids get attached to certain clothes and they just keep wearing them and we haven't had a chance to clean out their drawers yet. You know, there's always an excuse. Whereas if it's bio mom and then we don't give that same compassion. We don't allow them the space to have those excuses or those reasons. You know, it's normal. But we jump to, oh, she's unfit. She's a terrible mom because she can't dress her kids in clothes that fit, you know. And we are looking and I know some of you aren't going to want to admit this, but eventually you'll see it, is that bio mom at some point, a lot of us, okay, let's speak for me. I wanted to be friends with her. When I came in, I wanted her to be my friend. I wanted to fix the conflict. I wanted to make, you know, be the perfect blended family. And I wanted to come in and do all that. And I really thought I could. And when that didn't work for me, my ego was hurt because now this thing that I thought would be super simple and something that I just felt like would go so well because, I mean, you know, obviously she's going to love me. Obviously, we're going to be friends and we're going to be able to put the kids first and be able to do all these things together. That's not what happened. And it's not her fault. And her not wanting me around, I mean, I don't even know if she did or not or whatever, but her idea of what we were going to be obviously didn't line up with mine. And then my ego was bruised, right? So now I'm trying to find things, reasons that... I'm better than her or that I don't actually want to be friends with her or whatever my brain's trying to do to make it okay for me, right? That she didn't want to be my friend or that that we didn't get along that well. I'm trying to prove that there are issues with her and that's why my vision of what we would be didn't work out. So every time she does something, it's proof and I'm trying to compile this evidence that you know, she can't even dress her kids in the right clothes or she's so rude. She did this or the kids must have got that from her because whatever, whatever it is, you know. And I did do that. I did do things like that earlier on. And in hindsight, it was unfair and it wasn't helping me at all. So now I've taken a step back and realized everything that I did was wrong and maybe not everything, but you know what I mean. Engaging in that kind of thought process is only making the conflict greater because then the more that we argued, the more it proved that she just doesn't align with our values and why we always think that we're right, why we always think that our way is the right way. I mean, I'm sure she thinks the same and I'm sure she has a lot to say about who we are as well, but that's not right either. She doesn't know us. We don't know her in a lot of co- a lot of situations. I mean, some of you do and good for you if you have actually ha- taken the time and gotten to know each other. But most cases where there is that kind of conflict, you don't know each other and you're just assuming that you know all this stuff about each other based on what your your partner has told you or what the kids have told you or what you've seen But it's a lot of what you've wanted to see, right? Because you're wanting to prove your point. So I know I'm starting to ramble now, but what I'm trying to say is if you can try and look at 
situations separately and just see, you know, if this was my best friend coming to me and saying this, would there be a logical reason? Would I understand where they were coming from? Would this be okay? You know, and then not dwelling on the fact that you think it's so wrong because a lot of the time if I told you something that really bothered me, you know, and it, at the time it, it was a huge deal, but it was because in my mind it was just more proof that she wasn't doing her job, right? Whereas if I told somebody else, particularly another mother, what she had done, they'd be like, oh, that's not really a big deal, you know? And now some of the things I have done that I judged before I had biological kids, and now I think, huh, all of a sudden. So <laughs> that's been a bit of a, um, a humbling experience having children. And I honestly think I was a much better parent when I was a stepmom because I just knew everything and I knew I would do everything perfectly. And here we are not doing that. So I don't know. I, I know I started this trying to make you feel comfortable about your thoughts. And now I've gone on a rant about giving bio mom some grace, but um, we get it. I mean, what it comes down to is we've all done it and a lot of us are still doing it. I mean, there are still times where I will jump to being furious over something and then a few deep breaths. Once I really think about it, I think this really isn't that big a deal. I am making it a big deal because I'm frustrated or whatever. And honestly, for how much we actually know bio moms, these women can push our buttons faster than anybody else in our lives. I mean, for me personally, I don't think I've ever been as angry as I have about things that she's said or done. And I don't even know how she had that kind of power over me. And I'm sure that it goes both ways, right? I'm sure that we can push their buttons pretty quick too. So I think just learning to not let them have that kind of control over you and learning to take a deep breath and just thinking, nope, this isn't going to bother me. This isn't that big a deal. And moving on from it is how we can free ourselves of that frustration and that feeling sorry for ourselves because we're stuck in this because so often we're sticking ourselves in it by having those feelings and allowing it to get to us that way. So I don't know. I hope this was helpful. I know that I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but just my thoughts. I've been thinking about it and I just wanted to get it out there that there are so many things that we all go through and so many experiences that are so similar. I hear a lot about the shoes, shoes at the door, dishes, wrappers in the couch for me. I mean, I don't know what the deal is, but my stepkids love to stick their granola wrappers in the couch. And just these are the things, you know, that we need to let go. And the bio mom, this is one I hear a lot and one I've heard a lot for the whole time I've been a stepmom is I am the mom. I am the mother. And that used to drive me crazy. And now I'm, yes, yes, you are. Why does it bother us? Why, why do they need to say it? I don't know. Why 
does it bother us so much? I also don't know because we are all very, very painfully aware that you are the mother. If you were not the mother, we would not be talking about this. So I don't know. That's just, I don't know if you can relate to that or not. Maybe your bio mom doesn't need to remind you, but so many of them do. And just an interesting thing. It's it's strange how similar, even if our situations are completely different, the experiences so often so similar. So I hope that some of these things you could relate to and that it helped you at all. But hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and I will be back next Friday. Uh, and this week I'm going to really try to get that box up in Instagram so that I can talk about something that you are interested in learning about. So I'm going to do that right after I record this so that time doesn't get away on me. So talk to you next Friday and have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you'd like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.